SMS Cape Talk on 31567. At 28 minutes to 10, it is a Thursday. Tim Lundy is with us in studio. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing very well. Yourself? We're good. This evening, we're going to be focusing on hotspots and closed routes because in, in the, um, you know, having dealt with so many of these attacks, especially on the Falls Bay side, a lot of people have been asking, Tim, yeah. you know, what are these areas and, you know, let us know so that we can uh, avoid them. So that's what our focus is going to be for this evening. We'll also be telling you about our next uh, family walk, which is next week, Saturday, the 7th of April, and we're going to Kuburg. Kuburg yeah. Power Station, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to Natural all of stuff. that. But as we normally do, Tim, since the last time, uh, rescues? Rescues, yeah. So Friday, um, there was a hike or a bunch of hikers stuck on a ledge, but they were able to actually be talked down and get their way down. Um, Saturday, two call outs. Uh, one was for overdue hikers in the Boiland Mountains, but again, they arrived, um, a little bit later than they, they anticipated, but they were safe. And then other hikers in Yonkers Hook got, got lost in the mist. Which is how we've spoken about that. Yes. So they, they also got talked out. Um, the rescuers basically gave them descriptions of where to go and where to head and in the mist, in the mist. Yeah. So they, they basically, um, walked them out with the description and the GPS coordinates that they were giving us. So, which means the person on the other side of the line must know the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. They do know the mountain. Um, but also we'll send them pictures of which direction they need to go in. So that we'll know what, more or less what direction they're pointing in because they'll be giving us that kind of information. Wow. So we'll then direct them back. So Okay. What else? Um, and then, unfortunately, on Sunday, there was those 11 hikers that were mugged on the back of Kobonkelberg yet again. Um, and that ended up being a 12-hour rescue um, under armed guard. And I know it was under armed guard because I was part of that rescue. And um, so it was quite a, quite a stressful one. Um, but we got them out safely. And everyone was very, uh, the, the hikers were very traumatized and everyone was very, very tired. But yeah, got them out safely. But it's just getting to the point where it's, it's getting ridiculous now. Yeah. Which is why our focus for, uh, this evening is on, uh, particular hot spots and yeah. also routes that have been closed. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what, um, what is a hot spot? I mean, okay. So a hot spot is an area that is more than one, has had more than one mugging recently in the last like month or two. Um, and right now that area is not safe to enter. Mm. So if you have somebody saying like right now, um, Kabonkelberg is a hotspot and it has been for goodness for years. Um, okay. because the, the poachers are apparently the ones that are doing the mugging. Um, and they know the area very, very well. The poachers are doing the mugging. Yeah. What are they poaching? Perlamun. So when you go into that area, it is littered with Perlamun. With litter as well. There's a lot of garbage out that way. Um, and they can go into that area and not be disturbed because there's just nothing out there. You, you've got the ocean crashing up against the rocks down below and, and the cities to your back. As well as Chapman's Peak in the distance and, and Komiki in the distance. So they've, they can do what they want while they're out there and, and nobody really bothers them. Um, so they, they literally are clearing out the, the area of uh, all the Perlamun. Just for people who have never been there, where exactly is Kabonkelberg? So Kabonkelberg, if you're looking at Hart Bay Harbor and you look at what is known as Hungberg, 
um, between the Sentinel, which is the mountain above Hangberg, you've got Kabonkelberg, which is a large mountain next to it, and there's a, a neck in between the two. Mm-hmm. And that's where all the access is. People are going over over the neck. But it is it, it is a very dangerous area and very much not an area that anybody should be going to. Please be mindful. So you've got, like you said, you've got uh, the Sentinel, then you've got what? Captain's Peak, yeah? Captain's Peak. And then Peak, the higher yeah. one after that is Kabonkelberg before yeah. you get to South, uh, Southern Peak. Southern Peak is on right on the other side above Sandy Bay. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it, 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 unfortunately, it is a very beautiful part of the country, um, but it just, it is so secluded that it just makes it too easy for them to, to um, attack people. So, one hotspot, uh, Kabongoburg, where else? Okay, so, um, basically, Southern Peninsula, um, uh, Simon Sound, Red Hill, Cobra Camp, which is above Komiki. Um, also very much a hotspot, um, all the way to the top of Okapsavach. It sounds like we must just in- ignore the entire strip there. That's what it sounds like. But if you think about it further south, you've got Cape Point, which is perfectly safe because it is run by rangers and it's, you know, you've, you've got that area mm-hmm. to at least go into. Um, but right now, that whole area is pretty much a hotspot um, or a bunch of hotspots. Yeah. Where, um, Another one would be um, Komiki Beach. Um, I actually got a photograph. The beach itself the beach is itself. a hot spot. Where we walked to the shipwreck. Yeah. That is a definite, definite no-no. There's been yeah, 17. Right. Yeah, yeah, we've spoken about that. Yeah, 17 we've spoken attacks about that. this year. 17 attacks in three months. That's where we walked with Ella and, yeah. the, and the other kids. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, that now has become, because it is so secluded, um, these guys are coming across the flay and attacking people. It's interesting that you say secluded, but it's also such a wide. I mean, we walked what two hours? Yeah, from the parking lot to the shipwreck. Exactly. So, I mean, from the last house that we left when we sort of rounded the corner to to hit Long Beach. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's quite a quite a long walk. And it is. So, if you run into trouble, and I mean, today there was somebody who. We were tracking, and she went on her own on a horse, and then she actually took a photograph of somebody that was on the beach, and she said, look, and we just said, get out of there, get get that horse, whip its backside, and get the heck out of there, because you don't want to be around that guy, and, and she said he was trying to, what looked like trying to cut her off, so she turned the horse around. While she's on a horse. Yeah. So she turned the horse around and, and headed back to... And know. that's a horse you can get away if you're walking then. I mean, because I, I, an hour in on that particular walk, yeah, uh, it, gets, it's, it gets tough in terms of which direction do you run when somebody approaches. Yeah, because exactly. either way, you've got a long uh, you know, stretch on, exactly. on, that, on, on, the, on the, um, the sign to, until you get to safety. I think if it was me, I'd probably run into the ocean. Yeah. I think it's probably that's best, the closest. Probably your best bet is to try and go into the ocean because they're not going to catch you in the in the waves. But then the the trick is you've got to come back out, and of course they're just going to wait for you. Yeah. Wow. 
discussing hot spots in and around our city, which are some of the other hot spots that you know of. 0725671567, text or voice note. You can call us 0214460567. We're hacking with Tim Lundy. Are there other hot spots, Tim? Yeah, there are. So what I, I wanted to say was, um, starting from the city, going around clockwise from the city, you've got Signal Hill. Um, there was somebody held up, a tourist held up there the other day. And again, Signal Hill, the problem with it is that it's easy entrance, easy exit. So you've got the road, um, and this guy, I think, was walking very close to the road, got mugged, and then the guy got off the mountain very quickly. So they like to be near the urban edge because then they can disappear back into the city and you will never find them. Um, another trick that they do is they, they change tops. So when you go, there was a guy mugged me, he's got a red top. Five minutes later, he's got a black top and you're not going to... So it's very, very hard to identify them um, by clothing because they like to change clothing. It's one of the tricks that they do. Hmm. Um, okay, so then uh, Rhodes Memorial um, used to be a very bad hotspot. It seems to have calmed down now. Um, but, yeah, of late it was cyclists that were, were being hit there. Um, but it definitely seems to have, have calmed down a bit. Hmm. Um, another one that sort of picked up is Constantia Berg. Um, where the big mast is, a lot of the cyclists go up there. Mm, somebody just asked if uh, the mast is, is safe. Come, I'm seeing a couple of uh, WhatsApps coming in. Well, while I was getting ready to go and do this help with the team to go up and do the rescue of 11 people, um, apparently there was a chap there with a, a bandage on his arm. He had actually been mugged that morning at Flackenburg. So Flackenburg is above Constantia Neck, so mm-hmm. between the mast and Constantia Neck itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on a, apparently on a, on a mountain bike and they they went to, to try and get him. If we're talking Constantia, then it, it raises the question where we were the other day or even further than we walked, Newlands. Newlands Forest, I wouldn't say, is is a hotspot. Um, that the whole northern side seems to actually not be such a, a bad area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the moving further south at you know, Takai Forest has had quite a few attacks as well mm-hmm. on the lower slopes. Um, Elephant's Eye Cave, which is above Takai Forest and sort of silver mine. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. So they've been. That's a hotspot now? That, that has had attacks in the, in the past where the guys are coming up from Takai Forest. That is such a beautiful place. It is. It is very wow. beautiful. Yeah. I think it was two Decembers ago where I did um, Elephant's Eye. But, yeah, I mean, people, people, there haven't been a lot in that area. But, um, yeah, there, there have been attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so just if you're going to go, just be mindful of the fact that, that you need to just be keep your eyes open. Um, and then East Silvermine, which is where all that, that big group of nine people that were attacked um that whole area, yeah. all the way to Cork Bay, has just become a really bad, bad area. With that cyclist that was killed recently, mm-hmm. that was down near Piers Cave to Clevelly. You are hitting all the spots that uh, this one person who's sending us uh, WhatsApps is asking about the mast, um, uh, silver mine east, silver mine west. Silver mine west doesn't seem to be too bad because you've got to pay to get into the park. Mm. But obviously, when you get to. Um, Elephant's Eye, that, yeah, I mean, they're coming up from the other side, yeah. so they're not coming through, they're not paying at the gate. Um, but Nuruk Peak and stuff like that doesn't seem to be too much of a problem. I don't 
recall any attacks up there. All right. Calls on 021-446-0567 in Musenberg. Jonathan, good evening. Hi. And good evening. Hi. Uh, listen, tell me what, what situation if you you have a nine millimeter parabellum on your hollow point ammunition and you plug one of these cars that are. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Your 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 line is a bit tricky. There, we're not hearing you uh, properly. But I'm. I don't want to uh, assume what you're saying, Jonathan. If you could just move around a bit and try again. Okay, I'll repeat that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, now if you have a nine millimeter parabellum automatic pistol with you, and you plug one of these uh, attackers, what is the situation then? Okay, so I had this conversation with um, one of the policemen that was escorting us um, on Sunday. And so when we, when we started off, um, we had a lot of ammunition with us, um, more than I was comfortable with. Um, okay. But basically he said that you will only shoot if your life is in danger or anybody in your immediate vicinity is in, in danger and, and their life is in danger, that you'll be saving their life. The problem comes in, um, and we discussed this as well because we were a group of about 16, 17 people, is that the person with the guns have to be either at the front or the back. And the problem comes in is if the people attack you from the front and your guys are at the back, you've got nine or ten people between mm. you and the attackers. Mm. So what do you do? Yeah. You can't exactly start firing off rounds and pass people's <laughs> heads. So it's a very tricky, and I mean, the people that were attacked did actually, they were armed, and they chose very wisely not to use that firearm, because the guys that came in um, had fired shots, and and there were three of them, so the the guy realized he hid the gun away, um, because if he'd gone for one, the other two were going to probably open up fire, so it was a a wise choice. You know, there's this debate of, of... guns and more guns mm. i i personally do not believe that guns are the answer to this problem um to ask america more guns is right. not going to solve the problem um but i'm not saying to people don't take guns but i'm just saying that it's it's introducing more probably more problems than it is solutions okay thank you very much thanks, thanks, thanks for the call thanks. there jonathan in Musenberg. just just on that we we know, we recognize, and we discuss this. We discuss this every week, Tim. We know the situation. We know that um, people are being attacked, and people are worried, and people are upset. Yeah, right. But whether it is this issue of the the mountain and what's happening there, or in somebody's home, when it comes to guns, you need to be able to utilize them responsibly. Absolutely. Um, and it's not a matter of I'm upset and I'm just going to go guns blazing no matter what. Yeah. Because in the event of anybody getting shot, hurt or yeah. killed, even if it is the robber, there will be an investigation by the police exactly. around the circumstances under which you eventually use the file. Yeah. I had this conversation about two weeks ago when I went to a meeting with mountain men and the chap that was there basically said, if you're going to use a firearm, be prepared to go to court and defend yourself and spend a lot of money with a lawyer mm-hmm. because you're going to have to defend yourself. Even if you fired a shot off and didn't necessarily hit anybody. Um, so there's a whole lot of ramifications when you stop bringing a gun in. And I mean, we, the, the guys that did have firearms on them were kind of lectured quite seriously mm. that if um, we do run into a situation, just make damn sure you know what you're doing and that you, so, yeah, even if you've got 
people with firearms around you, you don't necessarily feel that much safer. I certainly didn't feel massively safer than than without firearms. I think I was happy that there were people there that were mm. had the word police written all over them, and they had police dogs, and we had firing squad and or, or um, flying squad um, and helicopter. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe running around the mountains with guns trying to find these guys is going to solve the problem. Hiking with Tim Landy, be part of the conversation. We're talking uh, mountain safety, we're talking hot spots, and we will also give you details of our next family walk, which is happening next week, Saturday. 0214460567 is the number to dial. You can use the WhatsApp text or voice note 0725671567. It is 12 minutes to 10. At 10 minutes to 10, we're hiking with Tim. An SMS coming from Steph asking the question, Tim, why can't police set up sting operations? Uh, the, the fact is they are. Um, they obviously can't tell us about them um, because that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the, of the exercise if they start telling us that they're going to start doing doing these sting operations. So they are. the police are trying to do what they can to try and catch these guys, and, and there have been arrests made. I've been speaking to Andre van Skogvek, mm-hmm. um, and he's been um, assuring me that um, the safety group that has now been started up has definitely made quite a few arrests, which is, which is great news. So things are being done. I just don't think it's been advertised enough compared to the amount of complaints that we're having. Um, you know, we need to report on the good things that are happening as well as the bad things that are happening. Andre from the Take a Hike Facebook group says, spoke to Tokai MTB guy two weeks ago. He said sand parks had two ranges in a car protecting the area. By that, it took 20 minutes from the office to the mast road. And when patrols came, the suspects just hide and come out again when they leave. Too true. And uh, the thing is, again, a lot of people are leaving it up to just the rangers. And again, that's not the answer either. Um, I'd love to tell you I've got the answer for what we're going to do. I don't. Yeah. I think we need to sit down with a bunch of people and um, the right kind of people and discuss what what are our options and what do we need to do to try and put this to, to an, bring it to an end. Before we run out of time, um, we also need to get to our family day as well. But we do still have... About eight minutes to take your calls on zero two one four four six zero five six seven. There are some routes uh, that are closed. Tim will run through that, but quickly let's go to Lakeside. James, thanks for your call. Good evening. Good evening. I was just hearing this, this gentleman say that if you have a gun and you use it in a robbery, you know, against a, a robber, you have to be prepared to go to court and have a lawyer. But that seems to me completely about face. I mean, the robber robs you. You use a gun. To protect yourself, and you've got to be prepared to pay a lawyer to defend you in court. That that means the powers that control us have really put the ordinary, honest citizen at a disadvantage. In any situation where anybody has been shot, there will be an investigation, and should it be found in the investigation that you've got a case to answer, you will answer. Yes. Irrespective. But you said that. Yeah, but there should be very few cases that you have to answer if a guy attacks you with a weapon, even if it's only a knife and you use a gun. Why should you have a case to answer? You should have a case to answer if you don't protect yourself. Okay, we're going to have a a lengthy debate uh, where this is concerned. I think the core of it, James, is and, and this is the message. 
when you have a gun and you do utilize the gun, make sure that the manner in which you utilize the gun, you are on the right side of the law. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And one, I think that's the message really uh, at the end of it all. Because yes, people are upset. People are nervous. Some individuals have got guns. If you're going to use a gun, make sure that you know how to use it. Make sure that you are using it in a manner in which upon an investigation by the police, you have not found, been found to have acted irrationally in any way, especially unlawfully unlawfully and especially if somebody is going to lose their lives. But I wouldn't want this conversation to be caught up on the circumstances under which one uses a gun. Tim, there are some routes that are closed. Yeah, so the routes that are closed um, is, okay, so starting with uh, Blinkfarter, which is below Table Mountain if you're on the Camp Space side. Um, you'll remember there was an incident there a couple of years ago where people had to be rescued. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's closed. It, it, it's closed because it's dangerous, not because sandparks are trying to control the mountain and stop us and tell us where we can and can't go. The reason it's closed is because they're trying to keep us safe. Um, and then further along the coast on the Twelve Apostles is Slung Early Ravine, which is just past Buckhoven and almost above the Twelve Apostles Hotel. And again, the reason it's closed is because it is just too dangerous. It's it's a very, very steep incline, and there's a lot of loose rock. Um, and there have been incidents where people have got injured in there, so they, they just keep it closed. Um, and then f- moving further around to Hart Bay, um, Mayburg's Waterfall Ravine, the reason that's recently been closed, the top of it's been closed, is because of fire damage. We had that fire last year that burnt all the vegetation. So when people go up there, if there's rain or if, yeah, just it, it, the ground is very unstable right now. And so, again, for our safety, they've closed it until the vegetation grows back, mm-hmm. until it's safe to actually enter back into the area again. Um, Cape Point near Olifantzfontein, um, the, the f- fire damage, there was a fire there a couple of weeks ago, and there are sections of that. So just find out from Sandpox what areas, what routes are closed. Um, Dark Gorge uh, is not necessarily closed, but there are huge warning signs at the top and bottom of it um, because also, again, people have passed away from falling um on big heights yeah. um, And again I've been up Dark Gorge um, On a rescue um, And the ground very very uneven So just very slippery On that particular rescue I fell personally nine times Wow So yeah it kind of gives right. you I was okay, oh, okay. <laughs> But it just um, it gives you an idea of how Unstable the ground is That it's very easy to slip and fall That's it and that's it. All right. Next uh, family walk is taking place next week, Saturday. That is the 7th of April, yes? Yeah, 7th of April, 9 a.m. And we will meet at the entrance to um, Coburg Nuclear Power Station. You always come with these bright spark times, 9 a.m. <laughs> well, we can make it 10, 10 no, a.m. it's fine. It's nine, nine is fine. Two <laughs> I remember the last time. <laughs> <laughs> At Newlands, I was I ran late. Okay, I ran late. <laughs> the, the, and then the first question I was asked, I think it was Auntie Aziz actually. <laughs> Why are you late? Like before, hi, nice to meet you. Why are you late? So I'll make sure that I'm I'm, I'm not. Okay, so nine a.m. Nine a.m. Yeah. All right. Quickly, uh, Eric from Howard Bay says it's illegal to carry a firearm on any of the national parks. In any case, true story. It is illegal. Um. 
but yet people still do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, I don't know what the ramifications are that if you end up using it in the national park when you're not supposed to be carrying it be in the first firearm, place. I mean, lawyers would be able to tell you what what the ramifications are, but um, the law in Sam Parks is that no firearms are welcome on the mountain. Again, family walk just to go back there. Um, Kuberg, we spoke about Kuberg about what three weeks ago. Yeah, it was about it was. three, four weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Highlights quickly. We got time. The highlights of Kuberg. It's the the bird life, the wildlife, um, because it is a nature reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is wetlands. Um, there's the beach as well, and the views are just stunning of Table Mountain, and um, because you look across Table Bay back to. Um, back to the city, so it's it's one of those. If you've never been out there and you never experienced it, it's definitely worth worth going out. And the kids would love it as well. How long is it? The one we'll be doing is about an hour and a half. You know what happened? <laughs> 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 my my daughter. The last time when we did the the the, the Newlands one, uh, we concluded um, the walk, and she complained. She said, <laughs> is, "Is that it? <laughs> Are we going back now?" <laughs> I did try and make and it. And I was a thinking, longer. shut up. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, an hour and a half. And in terms of um, uh, terrain itself, uh, age group? Pretty much flat terrain, but it is sandy. So, it does, even though it's flat, it can be in places, it does work your legs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you do feel like you've come off quite a, quite a decent walk, even though there's no major steep uphills but you're walking on sand all right um thank you very much we will of course speak more about it next week thursday but yeah. the next family walk is happening thursday but yeah. the next family walk is happening on the 7th of april quickly tim lundy find him on facebook cape town hiking with tim lundy on twitter at hiking cape town youtube cape town hiking instagram cape town hiking one word and email him tim at cape town hiking.co.za check out his website cape town hiking.co.za um and of course, Tim, you know, he, he, this is work for him. Hmm? This yeah. is a business. We must get him to speak to Pablo Fatidis how to up his business as well. So you can use the website and use the email address to engage Tim when it comes to uh, business. Yeah. Uh, Tim at capetownhiking.co.za, website capetownhiking.co.za. Good night. <laughs>